of two URLs, okay? Oh, oh hold, hold on. Let me go get my hot cocoa. Yeah. Go. So my church. Roll it. How long should you wait? Because in the grand scheme of things, this is the, one of the first times. But yeah, if you're church, working any kind of identifying factors in there might be great. Everything is going to lean and stand on this, on the internet. Hello world, welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, your place for church and technology, with your hosts Eric Dye, Jeremy Smith, and Phil Schneider. Jeremy, tell us who made this podcast possible. This episode of the Church Mag Podcast is sponsored by the Church Mag Newsletter. If you do not get the Church Mag Newsletter, you absolutely need to sign up for it. For some people, they love getting the updates of different posts that have been happening. Great. Love it. So if you have your own RSS feed, if you come to the website directly, that's fine. We actually have a whole lot more stuff going on there. In fact, if you are doing the newsletter, if you are on it and you're receiving all this goodness, if you are, as one might say, leveling up, you're going to get some special features as well with this. So definitely go check out the newsletter, see what's going on there. You'll get some sneak peeks. You'll get some free stuff. We have a lot of fun. Check it out. Go sign up. Church mag slash newsletter. Thank you, Jeremy. It's time to press start. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Phil Schneider and Jeremy Smith or Jeremy Smith and Phil Schneider. I'm very conscious about the order. And when I do it backwards, I feel it. I don't think we care. Well, it's important to me. For some reason, probably because I'm OCD. Who knows? Setting all that aside, Michael Hamilton asked on Twitter, Jeremy, he wanted to know exactly what qualifies as creepo. (laughs) So my understanding with this is it was actually part of Phil talking about that person at church who would always want to do too much, know too much, just like, what are you doing? You shouldn't, you probably should figure out your social interactions with other people so that was my understanding of a creepo i actually got a lot of i got a lot of mentions this week so i can't i actually can't find the conversation whoa whoa <laughs> why whoa did, why, wait no oh, why did you get a lot of mentions do you want to bring that up for a second yeah uh, well, yeah come on superstar well, actually, what's up it's, it's it's twofold one was because um i well so there's three main things i got a tweet i got mentions for one was the conversation between between mike hamilton and jeremy and i going back and forth about uh, christian t-shirts that was a lot of them <laughs> that was a lot of fun it was a lot of that's a lot of fun and it, it actually i mentioned i uh, will cut we'll come back to that in a second jeremy remind me to come back to that okay um but then the second one was for um i I posted um, an exchange I had with a scam caller and I had a few mentions from that. Um, He basically told me to do something to myself that is physically impossible. But anyway, Uh, and then I, I, I tweeted something out that I'm I'm not embarrassed to read this. Um, Somebody on my feed um, uh, posted, I will never understand how this wasn't the end of it. And it was a link to a Washington Post article about President Trump's, you know, access Hollywood tape you know, about grabbing women by the whatever, the what have you. And I replied, he said, the person said, I'll never understand how this wasn't the end. And I replied, because actually being Christ-like isn't as important as uh, pushing policies evangelicals think Jesus wants. And every few days, I get another, another like on that tweet. So it keeps popping back up on my mentions. Which is probably a tweet I probably shouldn't have tweeted, given how conservative 
some of the people around me are. So I read some people's social media feeds, and sometimes I'm so jealous at the fact that they can be so free and just speak their mind. And I just wonder, like, what's wrong with me? Why? Why can I not do that? I always, I always am fearful of the repercussions. You know, I'm always afraid to be like Jeremy, you know, and get banned. <laughs> You're fearful of the fact that you might actually not demonstrate Christ to other people and instead react harshly to people. And I guess if you want to go that route, that's fine. Uh, I never really thought of it that way. Those were shaded neither, I think. What's that? Those were shades thrown my way? No, that was shaded myself. Are we under a tree? Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, the dad jokes are out early. Boom. Well, you know, it is my spiritual gift. Sure. Jeremy, you are thinking about, you, you private messaged me in Slack about putting together a cool website. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. I think it's something that needs to be talked about and I'm, I'm all for it. And you know, I'll, I can provide a place for some hosting for you cause that's what I do. Um, but you, you need to pick out a URL. You need to pick out a domain name. And there's nothing as daunting as picking out that domain name, whether you're a nonprofit organization, whether you're a church, or you're doing what you're getting ready to do, and that is to spin up a blog. And uh, th- this also happened not too long ago for a friend of mine who is spinning up a business website. And that was the number one hurdle in trademarking his business. You know, there was a time where, you know, you'd trademark your business or you would file the paperwork and you were done. And then URL might have been afterthought. But we're in a day and age now where before you even name your business, what you want to do is you want to go online. Or if you want to name your ministry or your nonprofit or whatever you want to name, you want to hop online and see if you can even get the URL. And what he learned quite quickly is the fact that all of his favorite names, the names that, you know, he was thinking about first were already taken. Either they were already used by a business or they had been, you know, jumped on and someone was holding them ransom, as I like to call, wanting, you know, hundreds or thousands of dollars for a great domain name. And so, yeah, domain names, they can be tricky and there are some do's and don'ts. So, yeah, um, what, what have you done so far? What, what kind of thoughts do you have on the domain? Pick? Yeah, so this is literally something that I made the decision today as we're recording this. So, I mean, I am like fresh in it in the sense of what's going on. Do you want me to talk about what it is? You can if you want. I didn't talk about it because I didn't want to speak at a turn and nor did no, I didn't know if you wanted to make it no. public or not. So I just played it safe. No, let's just be general about it. That's fine because um, I don't have anything fleshed out. I think for me, it's an interesting conversation because... The idea is there. And if you think about people that do business type things, they, um, that sounds kind of weird. They are, they have an idea of something that they want to do for uh, ministry or, or some kind of profit that the conversation, the process doesn't necessarily flow in a specific order, even though people make self-help books that have chapters and you start from chapter one and go to the last chapter. Right. And so I think the difficulty in this is is I have the idea. I know what I would like to do. It was born out of the fact that I was already having about 10 different conversations with people and people were very interested and intrigued, but also kind of passionate about it and didn't understand. And I think that this would help both the church and then my profession and everything else with it. And so when I think about, okay, I want to start a business, not a business, but I want to start a website. And some people would say business or ministry from there. What does that look like? How do you get the website name? How do you pick something? How do you spend more than three seconds on it? 
um, I'm guessing church mag was not devised in two seconds. No. It wasn't just like, oh, this is a good no, idea. Nor, nor was I a part of that conversation originally. Um, but I, I will I will say this. I, I know there are a few guidelines that are really, really safe to, to stick by. First being, avoid things like hyphens. Whenever I see a URL or domain name with a hyphen, I cringe. Because it's just... It, it never translates well. It never translates well. You may well. as well end your website with .geocities.com. <laughs> you, you're, you're right. You're right. Now, as far as domain extensions, you know, the .com to some degree does rule, okay? But it isn't necessarily um, absolute. And, and, and the .com dominance, I think, probably has has a horizon at some point relatively soon because there are so many new domain extensions you see enough dot churches enough enough dot presses enough dot you know there are all kinds of dot somethings there's there's a lot out there um but you know another thing you need to think about is how does it roll off the tongue you know like when when i want to tell people on the podcast and i learned this real fast you know how do i tell people to go to churchm.ag right like that doesn't it kind of comes off a little weird churchm.ag i don't know it's just eh you know, and so I've, I had to, I kind of had to do the language creatively. Churchm.ag, that's churchmag, churchm.ag, right? So it kind of had a rhythm and a flow, and it, and it got churchmag in there so people could make that correlation. But, you know, just straight out of the gate does not translate well at all. And so, you know, you, you got to think about that. You know, if you're talking with other techies to say churchm.ag, like they see it, right? It looks good. Maybe they write it down. They got it. They're cool, right? But for some people, they're like, well, is it a dot, why isn't it a dot com or a dot org or a dot net? There's other ones. Like, what's AG? Is that, what country is that? Like, you know, it, it can be confusing. So, you know, you have to think about your audience as well. So if you're, if you're dealing with a church or nonprofit organization, your dot coms, your dot orgs, maybe even your dot nets um, right out of the gate are stuff that you should consider. But like in, in your situation, Jeremy, um, I don't know if there's any specific extensions for that um, or not, but it's certainly something that you can consider. Yeah. And I would say the extensions are have to be. It's so tough because I feel like the extensions have to be a part of that conversation. And yet it feels a little bit... I don't know what the right word is. It feels almost like it should happen after the fact, but you probably wouldn't have come up with church mag had you waited until after the fact. Okay, let's just come up with a good name that will be something simple. In my mind, this is before extensions happened when I started thinking about trying to do SEO and website names well was what can a person remember? And so I want to be able to have that direct link. Like they just type it straight into the web browser and then go straight to the website. Obviously there's so much more that goes into this that I have to consider that I think we need to definitely talk about. Yeah. And you know, originally we had churchmag.com or I'm sorry, churchmagpress.com. And when they came out with the dot press extension, it was a no brainer to get churchmag.press. It just, it just made sense. Um, so, you know, that worked out really well f- for us. Um, but you know, if you're trying to come up with something new, I know the dot church, a lot of churches that already had dot coms or dot orgs or dot whatever's jumped on the dot church. And that seems to be working well for them. Um, you know, make or break, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's certainly something that you have to consider though, you know, without a doubt. And I think, it, I think that is a no brainer for churches use the dot church. 
Um, I'm not a church. I'm not going to be a business. So I'm much more ethereal. So maybe that's actually a good thing, at least as far as deciding what kind of a name you want to make it. Um, we, we bought our Dodd church, but we're afraid that people who like, like older folks who are still they're online, they're kind of novices won't understand dot church. Sure. You know, they're what dot church.com. No, just dot church. So we're going to use it. We think we might use it as our internal only site. So like if we, instead of building an app, build a mobile site. So hey, if you want to check in or see our our, um, our online newsletter, go to whatever dot church. Right. And, and and that's something that you can you can do and you can really think about. There's nothing that says you can't have more than one domain. Now, this might not apply in your situation, Jeremy. But if you're a church or an organization, an extra 15 to $50 a year, because some of those domain extensions are more costly than your typical $15 extension, it, it's worth it. So, for instance, let's say you're a new church or you know a new ministry organization, and you decide to go with a dot church or dot whatever. You can make that primary, make that your primary domain. That's where you're going to tie all your SEO juice. That's where you're going to just push people to go. But you realize that there's a segment of your audience, like with Phil's church, that might have a hard time understanding that. So what do you do? You acquire the dot com or the dot org, and you forward it. So then, when that does happen, you you know you you can capture them and direct them towards you. And so, but you need to early on decide, you know, what are you going to want to stick with long term and go with that? Well, and and so in crafting what that looks like, obviously you could do something like what Twitter did. And if you guys, if you ever read the book for how Twitter started and the fact that they start out as TWTTR, no, TWTR. Yeah. Um, mass texting service. Yeah, it was a texting service. It was cool to not have vowels in there. It was a whole understanding that you were trying to get as few characters in there, which ultimately promoted the idea of what Twitter was about. Um, I think that they spent a ton of time just thinking about the name of their company. And he goes into an understanding that at the very end, he was just literally going through a dictionary for every single word that could possibly be. And he eventually came upon Twitter of what a sound a bird makes. And that was like, you know what? This is perfect. I love that idea. And so I guess it depends on how you want to approach it. I don't necessarily want to spend two. I think he spent two months on this. I'm not making any money off of this. so I'm not going to do that. So that's. That's a little bit more difficult, at least from my mm-hmm. end. Well, in, in you know, some churches and ministries, they already have a name or they already kind of have figured out what kind of name they should have. And, you know, the URL is afterwards. And so then that that has its own, uh, you know, hurdles as well. Limitations. Yeah. So let me tell you a tale of, tale of two URLs, okay? So oh, oh, hold, hold on. Let me go get my hot cocoa. Yeah. So go. my church... Um, is the product of a merger of two churches. So we picked a new name and our name was Cornerstone church, but we're also an assembly of God church. And so our legally, our name is like Cornerstone assembly of God church of Bethalto, Illinois. I think it's because you have to have, you have to have a city in your legal church name. But anyway, so our original domain name, because my, my, our pastor at the time was, you know, we to make sure our, our denomination was in there. Cause see, that was back when folks thought denominations were important. And, our URL was cornerstoneassemblyofgodchurch.com. Wow, that is so wow. Yeah. Yes. So long. Yeah. 
maybe it may, may have been cornerstoneassemblyofgod.com, but even that was super long. Like, not even Cornerstone AG. It was cornerstoneassemblyofgod.com. So that was our URL for a long time. And then eventually we wised up and realized that our town, Bethalto, and I'm saying this hoping that no one will come and find me. Um, our town, Bethalto, is the only town named Bethalto in the entire world. Um, is the combination of two town names. There's a lot of rumors and urban legend around it. I'm not going to get into it now, but anyway. And so we chose, well, hey, if we want to get some good SEO placement, we need to put Bethalto in our church name. Because if you're in Bethalto and you search for Bethalto churches, you know, you're going to find any, any, any church called Bethalto online is going to pop up. So our church name is still Cornerstone, but our web address for the past, like, I don't know, 10 years has been BethaltoChurch.com. And if you go, if you type in Bethalto Space Church in Google, it gives you the um, locations, and the first church pops up as Bethalto Church of God. Underneath them is Cornerstone Assembly of God. That's us. Run underneath there is because only because our website. As you notice, our our the little placement header there does not have Bethalto or church in the, in our actual title on the location section. It's just because of our, our website. If you scroll past the places, the first website that pops up is ours. And so because of that, we've also purchased Bethalto Easter, Bethalto Christmas, and for our event in the summer, Bethalto Fireworks. And and now it's it's... It's, if I feel kind of bad because no other church in town can have those. We also bought Bethalto.church. But, you know, like nobody else in town has actually updated their Google, their Google Plus page. We actually went that far. So whoa, there's that. Whoa, whoa. Wait, you there's know. still Google. You updated it? There's still Google Plus? Well, no, I, I updated it past tense. And it's, it's you know, sitting there you somewhere. Know, the Google Plus jokes were more fun when Jeremy was still yeah, on Google It's sitting Plus. somewhere on a server, I'm, some, I'm sure, at, at Google HQ. You'll notice how I did not engage. I did not bite. <laughs> we felt your jaw tighten. So anyway, there's the point. Jeremy, that, Jeremy goes on Google Plus as often as I go on Facebook. <laughs> Jeremy was on Google Plus as often as folks visited my GeoCities page. That was like Eric Die Low. Whoa, whoa. Oh, What's know, that right? even supposed to mean? <laughs> What's that supposed so to anyway, mean? I don't even know. So anyway... Uh, SEO is a big part of it. So if you can get your your city name in there somewhere, so like for example, if your um, your faith chapel in um, I don't know, I can't think of a good name Lincoln, Nebraska. If he's going with you know you know Lincoln Church or Faith Lincoln Church, you're going to get a much higher SEO ranking for that. So as an, on, on the converse, my daughter uh, wants to cre- create her own website, and she's six years old. So she wants to put videos on there where she uh, does tricks and explains things like her own little private YouTube. Um, Cause I don't want to put her on straight on YouTube. I don't think cause I don't want, I don't want the comments, you know, but her suggestion for her URL was Emma's fun videos.com. Hmm. I told her, no, <laughs> we're not putting a girl's name, the word fun and video in a URL. I'm so very sorry, dear. And she couldn't understand why, and I didn't explain it to her. Yeah, because she's six. But you know that's the power of SEO. You have to be very careful about what you're doing. 
And thankfully, we're at the beginning stage here with, with my daughter's project. We can figure out a name and go from there. But yeah, if you're church, working any kind of identifying factors in there might be great. I wouldn't worry about putting in Baptist or Methodist because that'll be painfully obvious once folks go to your website. Yes, absolutely. That is that is an excellent, excellent tip. Phil. So what, what do you do about the fact that you are trying to do all the things that you're saying and wanting to capitalize on this process and the obvious one, like if we were to do a website for church tech, churchtech.com is taken and it doesn't go anywhere. If you literally, maybe at the time of this airing, it goes somewhere that actually does something. Churchtech.com goes to the original church tech and then talks about church tech today where they're wanting to not be Amish. And it's like awful, like I, I say awful. I probably shouldn't say that. So that's probably mean. Um, but it is definitely not 2017 kind of websites. And I actually talked to the guy. Um, and at the time I said, Hey, have you thought about ever selling the URL for that? And he's like, no. So that was unfortunate, but I think that it's an interesting conversation to have of what do you do when the obvious is not taken? Like, where do you go from there? When, you get, when you're looking for a URL, you, you need to, to think twice about where you're looking it up because I'm pretty certain, and maybe this is just urban legend, maybe this is paranoia, but I'm pretty sure that there are some big URL sales places like GoDaddy. I never look them up on GoDaddy because I'm pretty sure that I've looked up names. They, they appeared to be available, and then when I went back to look them up again, they had been acquired. Is it I, you too? Yes. I thought it was crazy. No. And, and I don't think that we are crazy. And so I highly recommend IWantMyName.com. And the reason why I like IWantMyName.com so much is the fact, well, two reasons. Number one, that's never happened. Three reasons. Number two, I like how you can put in kind of what you would like, and then it spits out all these kind of subdomains or not subdomains, uh, extensions. And so it can kind of get you thinking about extensions as well. But um, when we were moving everything over from the Church Mag acquisition, it, it came with a pile of URLs. Um, Church Mag has a lot of, a lot of uh, domain name baggage with it, if you will. And one of them was church code. What is that? Wait, you say that, but what does that, that mean? That means like, you know, we still, we, we still have uh, church crunch, Com. We still have Church Drop, Church Create, um, Church Code. And Church Code is the one that, that they that uh, I want my name help me out with. And Church Code is a cool domain name. It's churchco.de. And it got hung up and it wasn't transferring, I guess, because I wasn't German or something. So there was something fishy with it. And these guys emailed and made phone calls to other countries and other time zones to to get possession of it again because things didn't go right in the in the transition there was a hiccup and it was kind of lost in the mix and they did the extra legwork and ever since they did that I'm like I'm sticking with these guys because a few years before that I lost my diecasting.com uh because of a uh domain name hiccup with the provider that I had which I clearly do not use anymore um so yeah, that's that's why I recommend them is because of that. 
multiple reasons, but the primary reason being I'm with you, Phil. I'm pretty, and you know what, Phil, I was the, the friend that I've referred to before who was starting his business. He said he was looking them up and he's like, suddenly they, they weren't available anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I know what you're talking about. Don't use that service. I mean, they're slimy all over. It's aren't true. They? I think the hosting is definitely important. Um, and I would even say, yeah. And unlike, I feel like with website hosting, um, they, you can change a service and that service is going to be just as terrible as the first service. Um, and so I think that that's a difficult one to have yeah, but, as far as like expectation. Yeah, and, and, don't, yeah. with the, and don't marry your domain name with your hosting. I don't care if they're offering a quote unquote free domain. Don't do it. Get it separate. Get it separate. And no, 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 absolutely not. Register it through your, through your host the free one and then transfer it the next day. Well, you can do that. You can do that if you really need the free one. But again, you know, yeah. you're talking about, I'm cheap. Sorry. You know, uh, and, it's $12, and but some I'm of those cheap. places, they'll, they force you to, you don't read the fine print. They'll, I did that once and I had to host it with them for a year before I could move it. Ooh, that's gross. Okay. Yeah. never mind. Yeah. So you gotta be careful with that. And then, you know, you might think, well, you know, is the DNS is good, blah, 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 blah. Well, if, if you use something, if you use a service like Cloudflare, that's no big deal. You just, Point your name server records to Cloudflare, and there's your DNS records. And it doesn't matter who your domain host is. It doesn't matter who your website host is. You know, you've got some some anchor points that will that will never change. Uh, but that's that's down the road. I'm just saying, as far as this preliminary stage of picking out a domain name, um, you know, it's 15 bucks. Okay, so you know, or more, depending if you get a fancy one. Uh, so the fact that a web host wants to give it to you for free is really not a big deal. So don't don't be a sucker for that. Yeah, and I think that that's extremely important because you can always change a hosting service, but that DNS process is very very crucial. Like that's a unfortunately or fortunately that's kind of a linchpin in the process. Right, and and I think that this would be. I feel like we could really go on this. And this is, this is a topic that we probably should break down uh, in more detail, I think, on some future podcasts as far as the getting something like this wound up. But here's probably a good note that we could end on regarding domain names. And that is when you register it, you need to register it. For your, for your, if it's for yourself, you need to register for yourself. If you're registering it, registering it for an organization or a ministry, you, you need to figure out who, who who's going to be in control of it and or where's that information going to be stored so that there's control over it. Because I've worked with, I've worked with many different churches and ministries in their websites, and I am more than shocked with how many either A, don't know how to get access to their domain name at all, even to make an update, or number two, can't even log in. Like, they don't even know. And that's... That's dangerous. Well, and I will say, let me ask you this. Let me let me ask this to kind of summarize things if there's no more ideas. First of all, is there a bad URL that you can pick? Yeah. yeah. Well, not, okay. Aside from the obvious hyphen, and Phil, you might have some, some thoughts on this, but, you know, type it in the URL bar or type it out on, on in a document or something and see what it looks like and really look at it and have other people look at them because it might, it might have a word yeah. that you're not seeing. Well, okay. So can we go, can we talk about that for a second here? Um, I believe if I'm correct, president Trump 
had um, uh, some sort of travel agency years ago, but okay. And it was called Go Trump. All right. But the when you type it out, it looks like it says No, I, I yeah, you don't even have to say it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dot yeah. Trump. I mean, I'm just gonna you can believe if you want to. So go trump.com. Type it out and see what it looks like. Don't don't type it out in the text doc. Don't don't put it in the URL. Don't put it in the search bar. Type it in text doc. Got Trump or go go to Trump. Go Trump. As in trio, you know, go the verb, and then Trump, presence, last name. That was his website. And it's now it's now trumptravel.com for obvious reasons. And, and don't go to got rump because oh, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Nope. I'm sorry. Trump travels, not him. Uh, I believe go Trump went bankrupt because he's terrible at business, but never mind. Anyway. So, um, in any yeah. event, what I said and what Phil further explained, look at it, make sure, make sure that <laughs> and it, it might not have a weird word, but it might kind of look funny too. Like when you have two vowels together, stuff like that. Yep. And, uh, yeah. And, and, and give it, a, give it a few days, you know, take a look at it, let it marinate, give it some yes, time, give, give it, it some space, days. get some feedback. Uh, a friend of mine who, like I was saying, who was picking, who's going through this process as well, Jeremy, he had a, a long list and he would hand his friends and family a list and be like, which of these stand out to, to you the most? Which one do you like the most? And, he he was even scientific enough. You'll really like this, Jeremy. He had a couple lists and he put them in different order because and and he uh, in not only different order, but then sometimes once he began to narrow it down to maybe his top five or ten, then he began to play with fonts as well, like dressing them up differently. And he was able to see that there were there were two, maybe three, that no matter the font, no matter the the order, whatever, rose to the top. So he was quickly able to weed out, you know, 20 different ideas down to one or two pretty pretty fast just by doing a couple of tricks like that and getting feedback from others. My other question, question two of three, is is there a perfect URL to get? Like, should I wait until I get to the perfect one? No, I don't think so. I think you just go with the one you can get. That's that's best suits your needs. Like, for example, I my personal site is philschneider.net. I will never get philschneider.com because philschneider.com belongs to the estate of one Phil Schneider who was a paranormal UFO investigator who was supposedly killed by the government. Um, so I can't get that site. <laughs> I'll never get it. And if I waited and waited and waited, I never would have bought the one I have now. Sure. I know that I know that feeling. I remember many years ago when uh, John was helping me get started and get my own website URL thing. I looked and looked. I mean, I, I toyed with ideas like Eric writes or like doing adding some other creative things to it other than just Eric dot dot it. Um, and eventually, that's what I went with. I mean, we were at an advantage because um, being in Italy and my wife's an Italian citizen, it was a fairly easy thing to acquire the IT. Legally speaking, um, IT, internet technology, you know, um, I don't know. It just it just worked, you know, but uh, it, it still felt like settling because it wasn't a .com. And, you know, the other EricDie.com, the other Eric Die, he he's not going to get rid of his. So I know that, Phil, that feel, Phil. I probably have a higher chance of getting mine than you, though. Good grief. Yeah. <laughs> you should go look at that, that website. It's a trip. 
It looks nothing like me, too. That's the worst part. Is the folks go, so what about you online with the aliens? Go, no, you didn't, because he looks nothing like me. So if you've been there, you're just trying to you know, <laughs> feel bad. Did you, did you have any possible... And I'm not going to even ask Jeremy if you had any possible ideas. Just in case. I mean, the timing. Like, if I edit this up and use it this week, and then someone gets it, that'd be terrible. Yeah, and I really don't. Um, and the third question is... And you sort of already started to answer this. In the grand scheme of things, we're creating a website. We're doing design. We really should like talk about some of that stuff in future episodes. Um, you're thinking about the content strategy and the marketing and yada, yada, yada. Um, but it kind of starts a little bit with like the name of the website. How long should you wait? Because in the grand scheme of things, this is the this is kind of the one of the first dominoes. It might, it's probably should not be the first domino. You should never start with, let's come up with a website name and then I'll think about what it's going to do later. But how long should this website URL naming happen? Um, because it's going to be kind of one of the first, first few dominoes that need to fall before things really kind of pick up speed. And at that point you really have to make a big commitment to it. Here, here is something that people really need to think about. In regards to this, this is the first domino. This is the linchpin. This is something that your organization, your ministry, your church, yourself, this is something that you're going to lean on. Everything is going to lean and stand on this on the internet, right? This is probably the most important foundational thing that you're doing to get started, right? And it only and, and and it may only cost fifteen dollars. At the most, at the most, at the most, it'll cost is a hundred bucks. So think about this. Even if you have four or five different ideas, okay. Let's say you have five ideas and you really can't decide what you want to do. If all five of those URLs are available, then you need to buy all five of them. And after a year. More than likely, you've completely settled on what you want to do, and you do not have to renew the other four. But considering the mon- monumental importance of, of, of that first domino, if you need to purchase more than one domain, do it. So that, you know, maybe you get a little into the planning of the design, and you're, you're like, you know what, I really like this other, this other idea. Well, is that domain name available? Well, it's, it's not even a conversation anymore. You already own it, and you already have it. In the end, you only need to renew one, right? So... You go, oh, well, that's a waste of 100 bucks. It, oh, is it a waste? Your entire organization is sitting on this on the internet. That's a very small investment. Absolutely. That's why I think, I think every church should own, you know, at least two URLs, you know, get their whatever dot church. So like, let's say your faith chapel. So faith chapel dot church or just, you know, you know, you can't get faith dot church. It's gone ready, uh, but you can, you know, your faith chapel, faith church. And if you want to do something a little more, you know, SEO friendly for your, with your city name, do that. If you do a big event, so we do our fireworks celebration. We got our city name on our fireworks. If you have this huge summer camp for your, for, for kids, whatever you, then what you need to do is you need to get like, you know, faith chapel camp. Or if you're, if you live in Lincoln, Nebraska, you know, Lincoln camp. 
you know, something like something that, that will help set you apart. And it doesn't need to be your main URL. Your 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 special event one could redirect to a page on your your main website. But it will help you. It will help you uh, stand out online, right? And yeah. and if all else fails, there there also Phil there Phil. There's also um, subdomains. So you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't know what that means, using Church Mag as an example, you could do camp dot Church Mag. Well, but see, it's tricky. But most folks, most most people, um, that would require Eric essentially building a second website, and most churches wouldn't full on pull it off. So if you just want to redirect to the page on your That's site, true. well, you, yeah, you can you can. No, I mean I've yeah, got you can redirect to our church. Name. I've got so seven websites something. I maintain from our church. Mm, it sounds like you're bragging. <laughs> I feel like we're also getting into all the weeds too. We are getting into the weeds. We are getting the weeds. But I think we covered some. I, I I don't know if this was help for you or not. But um, these are the kind of conversations that we I think are great to have. I enjoy them. I don't know why we don't do them more. I think we feel like we've covered this at one point, so everybody knows. But the truth of the matter is, is not everybody knows. And uh, so I'm hoping that you know someone will listen to this yeah. and it's helpful. And leave that comment. Uh, let us know what's going on. What do you think of the episodes? Because that, I feel like, drives a lot of the conversations. We've had several people leaving comments and messaging us and emailing us. And like that drives us to want to have a conversation on what that looks and, like. And when you are messaging us and using the hashtag CMAGCast and you're doing all that cool stuff to interact with us, um, you need to tell us who you want to be driving. That way we know. And if I'm not driving, I call Shotgun. <laughs> If you'd like to join the fun, use the CMAG cast hashtag. Email us directly at podcast at churchmag or ask us a question that we might be able to answer on an upcoming podcast by visiting churchmag forward slash riddle me this. And be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. The Church Mag podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. It's... You know, you know the in, Google Plus jokes were more fun when Jeremy was still yeah, on Google+. It's sitting Plus. somewhere in a server room, some, I'm sure, at, at Google HQ. You'll notice how I did not engage. <laughs> I did not bite. <laughs> we felt your jaw tighten. So anyway, well, there's the point Jeremy, there. Jeremy goes on Google Plus as often as I go on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy was on Google Plus as often as folks visited my GeoCities page. Yeah.